0: everybody, it's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ronma S, Mako Chom, and Ari Rockefeller.
1: Hey everyone, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 334. We are that podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ron Mass.
2: I'm Ari Rockefeller.
1: And I am Mako-chan. Uh, happy Halloween, all you motherfuckers. So, yeah. Yay!
2: Hooray!
1: So, instead of us, you know, standing outside of our cold houses handing out candy, we're inside uh, drinking candied liquor and bring you a show. Well, I'm not actually drinking any liquor because I didn't think to, but I don't know about my co-hosts.
2: I have to get up at 5 o'clock, so no drinking for me, to, at least not on a weeknight.
1: I don't know. Alcohol's been known to put people to sleep, you know, like a natural sleeping medication.
2: Still, a'll probably clash with the actual medication I have to take, and and I don't know how long it'll linger when I have to take my medicine in the morning, so can't be too careful.
1: Point taken. And what about you, Mako-chan? Nope, just ginger ale for me. Uh, I am recovering from being sick. Gotcha, gotcha. We are live tonight, week of October thirty first, two thousand seventeen. Right here on the VOG Network. We are here live Tuesdays at nine thirty p.m. Eastern. with replays Thursdays at two p.m. Eastern. Check out our interactive chat room at live.vognetwork.com. Chat Glanzinger, Merck, X Chat, Chatzilla can use IRC. The chat room is Vogue, VOG. V O G. Or you can head on over to AnimeJamSession.com slash network, where there's some information on how you can join into the chat room. If you do have Chatzilla, there's an IRC link. If you click on that, it'll bring you directly into the chat. Um, and we're also on Discord, so if you want to join us there as well, you can head on over to um, anime uh, Discord.com slash... Uh, no, no. Vognetwork.com slash Discord, and it'll bring it directly into the chat, whether through the browser or the application. So, yeah, we're good and we're golden with that. So, I think we got that covered for the time being. Um, Let me go ahead and turn on uh, point uh, check ins. So, now check ins are live. So, go ahead and earn those Vog points. If you're listening on our podcast feed via iTunes, Google Play, or any other syndicated feed. Just listen for the passphrase. When you hear that passphrase, uh come on over to Vognetwork.com, put it in, and earn some Vog points. Easy, simple, awesome. Let's do it. Okay. Um we pull up Winnie up here. Alright, all right, we're gonna go around the room. Um how was your weekend day? Ari
2: Um well, you know, today was payday so that was good. Imagine managed to get the, the big one, you know, the fucking rent, the rest of my rent paid off.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And, uh, you know, I was, it was good because I was seeing the fruits of the overtime and the holiday pay I was getting last couple of weeks.
1: That's good.
2: And, you know, bought a couple of things online that I either wanted or needed. Mm-hmm. I just got to, you know, finish up the rest of my bills and all that good stuff. Um, Let's see what... Tomorrow starts, you know, Nano Rhino, you know, National Novel Writing Month, so mm-hmm. I'm probably gonna do that again. Cool. Uh, let's, let's see what else. else am I? Uh, no trick or treaters today. No, I know that there's you know, actually, you know, kids that, uh, you know, kids and families in my uh, apartment complex, but didn't see any at all. Hmm. So, you know, I didn't have to waste money buying candy or anything like that.
1: Point taken. See, I can't remember the last time there were trick-or-treaters in my area, so it's like, it's it's a bit of a moot point, so.
2: And at work, apparently some uh, important government, government people were uh, embarrassed by some employees up north who were wearing, you know, normal clothing to work, so we have a new company policy that has uh, uniforms up on the rise.
1: I thought you had normally wore uniforms.
2: Um, <clears throat> well, the uh, safety vest is about it. Oh, okay. And that'll be on the rise until like six months in the, the next year policy when, you know, people just stop caring about it.
1: Well... I mean, I think y'all should wear some type of uniform, you know. Well,
2: we have, you know, we have, you know, shirts that are issued for it or stuff like that. But ultimately, like, as long as you don't fuck up, as long as you don't, you know, walk walk out of work with the whole hundreds or however many thousands of money, like, dollars you collected that day, no one really cares.
3: Oh, wow.
2: Especially at one of the uh, smaller, uh, you know, smaller locations with the, like, with no managers around, so. Oh,
3: damn.
2: And, like I figured, you know, because he gave me an order form with the, like, what you need and what size you are. I, I, I told my boss, yeah, someone's gonna take one look at this and go, <laughs> put it right through the shredder. <laughs> That's just about what happened.
1: Okay. Mark, How was your week? How was your day?
4: Uh, Pretty good. We had our Halloween party this past weekend. Lots of views, lots of food. Lots of food. Um, other than that, now I'm just, you know, trying to chill, and tomorrow I'll probably start cleaning up from Halloween and get ready for Thanksgiving.
2: Oh, okay. Oh, sorry I couldn't make the party on the weekend either. Didn't have any money to get up there. No,
4: it's alright. It up, ended up being just, uh, you know, while well, everybody was in costume, it kind of ended up being kind of casual. Just sitting around and chit-chatting and all of that. Nothing too, you know, crazy or anything.
1: No drunken Wheel of Fortune or anything? No, no, no.
4: Just chit-chatting and catching up and all of that kind
2: of stuff. I know really got choked up by the cats last time I was there, so...
1: So that's basically it. Oh, okay. Well, my weekend day has been interesting, so... Work had a costume contest, so I went as Plumber Luigi. You know, plunger, wrench, mallet, the whole nine yards. Came in third place. That's cool. Well, first place was someone dressed as Marilyn Monroe, and somebody showing up as spaghetti and meatballs. <laughs> like, I've got the I the a balls. How does that to happen? You know? There's
2: some serious irony there.
1: I know. I know. But, um, Saturday, I went out to a couple of parties, you know, just chilled and had a good time. It was, I couldn't complain. End up meeting new people. And then Sunday, I was stuck, basically, in my house. Uh, not just because of the rain, but this nasty headache I had, so, you know, I'm just dealing with it. But other than that, you know, and I'm starting to put a lot of my summer slash fall clothes away so it's getting a little bit colder than expected Jesus Christ you know
2: yeah I'm gonna unplug my air conditioner
1: your I don't air, really your air conditioner is still up
2: well it's stuck on the wall it doesn't uh, you know you can't really pull it out
1: oh can you seal it
2: um, I guess so.
1: There you go. You can always like you can just unplug it and just just put like a big thing of plastic around it and just seal it around that way the hole is covered.
2: Oh my god. What? Smackdown.
1: Oh, I uh, I will probably catch up with that tomorrow, but you know, other than new that... day
2: new day doing the old school WWE cosplay.
1: Okay, all right. You know that's worth that. So, you know, and that's basically uh, been my weekend day. So, and I'm starting to gear up to for um for Anime NYC more or less. So more details on that as it comes down the pipe. But um we're gonna go ahead and take our first break. And when we get back, um there's an update to our to, to our um to our outline. So, cause I forgot to mention that I went to J Anime Night over about an hour from my house. And I'm going to talk about that. And it was pretty fun. And I had an amazing time. So, And let's see. We move this over here. Move this up here. All right, cool. So we're going to go ahead and take our first break. And when we get back, we're getting to tonight's news. God bless. Okay, Ari. No, 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 normally, I, I give you or anybody else shit for posting certain things on the fan page, but... Well played, sir. I like that one.
2: I honestly didn't mean to. It's just that, you know, I tried to share it on my personal fan book, Facebook page, but I got this mention saying, you know, some script was, uh, you know, lagging or something like that. Yeah. Like Like, stop it or ignore it. Like, fuck it, I'll just close the window.
1: Yeah, it's gotten to the point where I no longer use Firefox. I'm not, I just I'm I'm in Opera. The only thing that sucks is the plain background that's there. Is there's no I don't have like a wallpaper background unless I open up like a search window. But um.
2: Oh yeah, what we, the homepage of Opera and like when you open up a new tab, it there's a Google t- Google search yeah. bar and a dozen ads. And a bunch of them are. We're I, don't, I the, don't.
1: have. I have the ad. I got the ad blocker up, and then um, uh, I have like a K on wallpaper. So I mean, that's something, you know. Opera
2: has an ad blocker.
1: Yeah, what you have to do, you have to inst. If you go on Opera's add-ons, they ha- there's an add-on for Chrome because the new ver. This new version of Opera is built is built off of Chrome.
2: Oh, just found it. Yeah, just... ad plus has been added to, added to Opera.
1: No, no, yeah, use that, and then there's an add-on that allows you to connect um, stuff uh, apps from the Chrome web store that you can use. So if you go into the Chrome web store from Opera, you can use all those uh, add-ons as well.
2: Download Chrome extension for Opera? Yes. Got it.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I'm actually playing around with the beta for the new version of Firefox that's coming out. It was originally called Firefox 57, but they're calling it Quantum. And I have to admit, that shit is fast. But at least 99% of all the plugins for Firefox are rendered useless. So until all of those plugins I need are working, I will stay in Opera until then. But, you know.
2: Anyway, this has been much better. Thanks.
1: Hey, no problem. Okay, so... Let, let me tell y'all a little story, or a little review about J-Anime Night, or as I put it down, J-Anime Summit. Now, I'm still working on my con, my review of this, but it, it's like I've said in the past, when you live in like a major city like New York or L.A. or something like that, you get a, a lot of cool geek events happen, a lot of cool anime events happen. And it's like, if you're not in like a major player city, you're not going to see this. And J-Anime Night is one of them. I originally had no intentions on going until I looked at the uh, list of guests. Because number one, uh, I had already had plans for that weekend. And number two, I I wasn't too thrilled with the fact that it was a two-night event. It was essentially the same except for the cosplay contest. But... When I went to the site to check it out, there was a um, there was a guest there was a performer by the name of Risa Rock, and I had just recently discovered her music through um, Anime NFO. And if you don't know who she is, pretty much she does power metal slash heavy metal covers of Muse, Love Live songs, and I really enjoyed a hell out of them. So I said, you know what? I am going. I got to make my way out there. So, I went because I figured if I don't get a chance to meet her here, there's no idea when I'd be able to. So, the event, doors open at 7 and the event started at 8. And it takes me about an hour to get there from work because you're traveling off the L train. And the L train is like the bastard stepchild of the MTA. Also, that's where all the hip, most of the hipsters are, live, right off the L train. not the L parts of the F and the G.
2: Fucking hipsters, man. Yeah, yeah.
1: But, um, so, because of work, I ended up running late, so I got there with about 40, about, maybe about 50, 20 minutes to spare, because I'm thinking it's going to be crowded, I just want to get a good spot going in. I got there early, they were still setting up. Alright, fine. Walked around the neighborhood, came back, and I started talking to a couple of people here and there. And it started to trickle in, I'm just like, wow. I don't think a lot of people are going to show up. Now, one thing about New York City, there are tons of venues out there where you can have events. Now, I know there's been a few in Brooklyn I've gone to for Mega Rands uh, concerts and stuff, and there are areas of Brooklyn I ain't never heard of. And I'm like, is it safe? But, you know, it's sort of, it's like warehouse areas. So this place is called... Um, see what is this place called I'm, I'm trying to look it up right now uh, it's called the Muse Brooklyn and it's over in over in uh Bushwick so it's not so bad so they finally let us in around eight o'clock because they were waiting for approval from from the fire department but they were allowing people to trickle in you know tr- show the ticket Get like their wrist badge and and a drink ticket, which I totally forgot to take advantage of. But I have forgotten the one thing about this venue: there is an outdoor area. So when you go inside and then head over to the outside area, it's it was like a mini Japanese street festival. So you could you could get takoyaki, karage, okonomiyaki, ramen, and other cool Japanese food, and I like that. So, I'm like, I have got to um, check it out. I want to try some of the food. So, I did try from one of the booths um, the rice balls, and that was really good. Uh, one of the booths there uh, for ramen, uh, I think it was called uh, Menyajiro. The ramen was okay, but then again... I don't know, it felt like the noodles weren't cooked all the way and the broth was a little weak, but it was in a little styrofoam cup. Sort of like the type of cup where, you know, you would put like a side order of like mashed potatoes in or something like that. But Still
2: not, was it still not as bad as a Zenkai that one year, right?
1: Actually, this was better than Zenkai. Hmm. Slightly. But... What I'm going, what I'm going to do, um, I'm going to check out their actual restaurant and see if it was, be- see if it's better, and I enjoyed that. So I got there, and and I see Reese Rock has a display, and I'm talking to her manager, and I get excited because she has two albums for sale, um, let's see, and I thought like that just recently came out, but it they came out. Last year, and oddly enough, the, the, her albums are kind of hard to find if you know what you're looking for. Um, let's see. Because uh, I, I have them ripped on here. Okay, here we go. I picked up Love Metal Best, Heavy Metal Idol Project, and Love Metal SR. So, pretty much, it was pretty cool. I really, I really liked her heavy metal cover, got pictures with her and that that was really fun. And I was telling her how much I enjoyed her music and how I I was part of a love life photo shoot last year and I was showing her pictures and she was loving all the co- all the cosplay. So and I, as I walked and I looked around and right next to her was Akira Osei and she is a sweet adorable singer. And I, sp- I bought one of her albums, and, and I bought one of her keychains. And she, and she is adorable. And we were talking, and she got really, she was really much more excited about the cosplay photos that I showed her. Um, and then later that night, uh, there was somebody there doing artwork, and she brought me over, you know, to kind of sign on there. So that was pretty cool. So while that was going around, I I went back inside. You know, it was like a typical warehouse-style venue, and the host of the night was some was a performer named Kohei. and he he's got some chops on him. So I, I liked it. I liked what he did. He uh performed mostly with Tia, and now if you don't know Tia, she sang the the ending theme to Naruto. Uh, I think what like season were uh say, and hearing that live was pretty cool. Now. She's in the u.s. So I'm assuming School college career same thing with Kohei now. I Think because of the time it took them to set up everything later they, I think they cut everybody set down because everybody pretty much sang no more than four songs, and you know Normally when you go to a concert and there's multiple performers They sing maybe about five or six songs or something like that, right?
3: Uh-huh.
1: And so it was like three to four. Now opening it up, they had um this samurai um performance and it was pretty cool. They had a couple of people like on the ropes flipping around and doing jumps, and that was really cool. And the background reminded me of like the like the rocks in the water from Samurai Showdown, and that was pretty cool. And as they were as the characters were fighting back and forth you could see like even though they weren't hitting the weapons against each other, you could see like as if they were on the screen. So special effects and that was pretty cool.
2: Oh, so like broadcast the hit flashes and all that? Yes.
1: Mm-hmm. And then right Neat. yeah, and right after that they had Akihiro Haga come out. He was dressed as Naruto. I guess he's like the official uh performer for Naruto for Biz or something like that. And from his bio, he's worked on several shows, uh, several Netflix shows for Marvel and uh, Power Ranger actors. So I'm guessing like a stunt double or something. And that's pretty cool. Um, there was a performance by a duo by the name of Boo, and it was a combination of dance and vocal, and it was pretty. It was pretty cool. They were former members of sdn 48 and akb 48 so i like the singing and i like their dance movements they did like a like a like i guess like a sensual dance style rendition for opening the sailor moon like dance sets which i did record and that was pretty cool and it looks like they've been doing a lot of performances in vegas so i'm looking forward to see what what they're going to do in the future Um Mana Ito was also there as a performer and I you know and I posted a picture of her on my Facebook and a few of my uh AKB48 fans got excited about that. And she did a performance and it when and she was and it was pretty nice. Honestly um I would say out of what I saw I think Akira it was like the most liveliest because she sounded like an like, like an anime idol, you know. It's like when you watch those idol animes and stuff like that. That was pretty cool. Um, Risa Rock, of course. She didn't, do, I don't think she did any anything from Love Live because when she has sort her of started, I was outside eating. And I'm just trying to quickly finish to go back inside to check the event. She performed songs from her upcoming album, which I do have to get my hands on. I should have bought it when I was there, but I was kind of low on cash. And speaking of being low on cash, when you go to these warehouse-type places for for venues, bring cash. Because sometimes these places do not have an ATM. You would think that the performers there would have like a a square reader or something like that, but they didn't. So thankfully there was... uh, Bodega, like, around the corner where I could grab money from. I think, uh okay, now, there was also a combination of not just a concert, but also a cosplay event and, and so forth. Because I think Kohei came out dressed as someone from Tokyo Ghoul, I think. I, I may be, I'm probably wrong about that, but. He kept, he kept the hype going, but it just seemed like the way it was laid out. He was trying to get the crowd going to check out the songs and stuff, which was good. Now, this was a 21 plus event. Someone did bring their child, but it was okay. It was, I guess it's for the cosplay contest. But they did have two uh, Japanese girls perf- um, dancing on a pole. Uh. yeah, I, I mean, not for nothing, I did see the, the, the poll, but I didn't pay too much attention to it. I, I didn't think I didn't think much about it till it was until uh, it was pointed out that two of these girl women were doing performances on there. So it was pretty good. I, I liked it. And then there was the cosplay contest. You had one piece, Evangelion, Dragon Ball. And it it was fun, and it was like your typical costume contest where you just—it was just based on popularity and so forth, how loud it was, you know, for someone to vote. Now, when I went back to the website much later, I noticed something quite interesting. Now, here's the thing: I don't know who won, but the winner—they—they were having the contest Friday, and then the finals was Saturday. The winner. Of the event of the co- uh, the costume contest would end up becoming um end up winning a round trip uh trip to Japan, ain't that something? Nice. Yeah. But um, now what was interesting? It was one girl they dressed, She had a costume and she was as as a um as a mermaid. And she, it was good, and I think she made it to the finals. But what's interesting is that. When I went back to the J Anime Night site, you know, for references to write my review, her picture is on the um, is on the banner for the costume for the cosplay contest. Yeah. So I I I think that I think it was a little bit of like a little bit of a collusion going on there. Could be. Yeah. And now, on their website, they have online voting as well. But I didn't see, as I'm looking here, the people who entered, I don't see them. I didn't see them there. So it's like, really? I mean, how are you going to vote for somebody to win a trip to Japan online and and, and, in... They're
2: they're working for you. yeah.
1: Yeah. it looks like there was the two winners that they announced that are going to the finals unless they showed up saturday night i didn't see them friday night now the only reason like i said there were two reasons why i didn't go back saturday night number one was that i already had a party i already made arrangements to go to secondly it was this it was going to be the same thing except on the saturday night so i don't know i kind of felt as if i really wouldn't have gotten my money's worth going back to see the same performances over again, which I understand it's for some people. They can't make it Friday. They'll go Saturday. I get that. Now I understand that this event is J anime night, a nighttime event. I honestly felt that they were better off having this event, maybe in at a venue in Manhattan. I mean, I think they could have, There is a theater over on, I think, 23rd and 6th. I forget the name of it. I've been there for a few events. They could, I felt they could have pretty much done all of that there, except for the food part. They could have probably found a venue where they could have done food. Also, instead of it in the evening, I probably would have done this during the day. Like, The event starts at 12, and it just goes to 8 o'clock, something like that. You know, I would have one performance and something going on then another performance or all the performances going back to back now Besides the the late delay and so forth. It was fun. I had a good time with it I would probably go back if they had another one if they had a brand new um, guests I would love to see Koei and Tia come back because Tia's cover of the opening to uh, Cruel Angels thesis was amazing, and then her dueting with Kohei to cover Montel Jordan's This Is How We Do It was really good as well. I mean, I'm not trying to, like, you know, kick it while it's down, which is not really my take, and for some people, it's like, you should be thankful you have events like this in your city, which I am, I really am. But maybe I'm just kind of spoiled from going to too many cons and so forth, having a high expectation off the bat, even though I should be like going in, it should be how are they able to run it? So.
2: You're a veteran of the scene.
1: Yeah. Your standards
2: are much higher. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Which is why, you know, I don't want to really rate this badly, because to be perfectly honest, I would go back again. I really would. I just feel that. This event should be more of an evening event, you know, from like twelve to eight on a Saturday, you know, fifty dollars to get in. Have some more have some games and events and performances and a, and a better organized uh cosplay contest, you know. But other than that, it was good. I might they might just surprise me have another one. They might get uh Yada Hitomi to perform and I'm like, yes, front row seat please. And I'm hoping that wherever they do go, the performers, their managers have like square card readers for purchases. Or there's an ATM right there, full, locked in stock and fully loaded. And that's my take on J Anime Night. So. And it'd be perfect. What's interesting is that I didn't even know about it till like maybe like two and a half weeks before the event. I was just happening to. Re- read Facebook on, on the train ride to work and I just saw an advertisement for it. I was like, Oh. Okay. Okay. All right. Now that we got that out the way, um this is our Halloween episode. I I I think we've done like what, two or three Halloween episodes right on Halloween.
2: Yeah, it ends up turning out that way.
1: Yeah, at least one or two. Hmm. But, um. So, we, you know, we normally talk about, like, Halloween uh, themed uh, articles and so forth. This is something here on J List. They have featured here uh, anime series you should check out during the Halloween season. And there's a lot of them here, so I think we could all kind of take a crack at, at a couple of these. Um, some of these I have seen. Like,. Agami Kakil. I. The, pr- the premise is this is in a fantasy world, Fighter Tatsumi sets out for the capital to earn money for a starving village and finds a world of unimaginable corruption, all spreading from the depraved prime minister who controls the child emperor's ear. After nearly becoming a victim of corruption himself, Tatsumi is recruited by Night Raid, a group of assassins dedicated to eliminating the corruption plaguing the capital and mercilessly killing those responsible. I will say this much about a uh, guy we got killed. do not get attached to anybody on the show
2: why are there Game of Thrones level uh, character killings
1: something like that I, I s- want
2: this g- i want this one guy's um you know heart shaped pompadour that he's got
1: going oh him one thing i mean it's a it's a nice uh it's a pretty good anime but um I don't really see it as something as as perfect for watching during like Halloween. This is more like your typical like s- horror, but not like Halloween horror esque film. I mean anime.
4: Mm, everybody's Halloween horror is different, though. I know.
1: I mean, personally, I don't. I don't kind of see that. I mean, same thing with Attack on Titan. I mean. Yeah, it's gory, but I don't really see it as something...
2: Gory doesn't automatically mean ha- Halloween.
1: Yeah, I know. Like I said, I think it's because of what we're used to seeing around around Halloween, you know, for movies and so forth. Um. Okay, Blood Sea. I think that's something right girl, your alley, isn't it, mako
4: Um, I am a definite uh fan of the blood series uh blood plus and all of them i have actually not seen blood Sea yet i've seen a lot of uh varying reviews for it
1: Mm. so i have not actually watched it see i think that's something that would be good for for halloween i get to many
4: Uh, The Blood series is definitely a good one. Um, Very, I guess, monster Mm movie-ish kind of feel. Um, But yeah, there's so much in the Blood series, including, you know, a live action. So that uh, if you wanted to get into the series, it's a lot to get into. So you would have, you know, a lot of content to be able to watch.
1: Right um another one on this year on this list corpse party yeah i I have a friend who's really into corpse party and it's that's definitely something you would definitely watch for the, around halloween and i gotta stop myself because i about because i almost said holidays i'm like no halloween first. <laughs> well give it a couple Merry christmas <laughs> weeks. wait 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 give it a couple of weeks then we'll say it's for the holidays I don't know.
4: I would watch this shit during the holidays, so I don't care.
1: All right, Maka, why don't you look through the list and we'll see what you think?
4: Um, there's actually a couple of them. Uh, one that you had gone through and skipped. Which one? Uh, That is, um, what's it now? Uh, Ayakashi. It's Japanese horror classics. Um, not necessarily halloween you know kind of theme but if you like classic um classic stories uh classic history uh this is definitely a series that i suggest uh the art style is really pretty Mm. for most of them it's like it's um like each each episode or i should say um like the whole thing is like 11 episodes and each story is like two to three episodes within that, and then you go on to another story. Mm.
3: Um,
4: that actually, uh, what's it? That actually has a spin-off that that is on here called uh, Mononoke.
1: Mm. I've heard of Mononoke.
4: Um. I love the art on this. Again, it's not really a Halloween horror. It's more of uh, I guess if you've seen uh, Mushishi, it's kind of like that, um,
3: mm-hmm.
4: where it's it's demons, but not really horrible demons. It's just, uh, I don't know, like things that have to be discovered, and then he's able to slay these demons. Um, I really, really love the art style for it, though. Uh, that's really what drew me into that series. More so than the horror, more so than, you know, all of that. Uh, Deadman Wonderland, I would not at all put on as a Halloween-type theme.
2: Again, just because it's violent doesn't mean it's Halloween. Yep.
4: Well, I mean, it's it's definitely... In the horror aspect, it's definitely in the horror genre, but it's not... It, it's more psychological scary than, you know, spooky
2: scary. Skeletons. I'm sorry, that's kind of deeply ingrained. Hmm.
4: And then it's, it goes on to Death Note, and obviously that one, again, not really... You know, Halloween-y, it's definitely more of a psychological. I enjoy the psychologicals, but if we're going to get into, you know, the crap that should be watched during Halloween, that would be more like your Helsing, um, your Helsing Ultimate. I mean, some of these aren't even really scary. It's just supernatural, like Flying Witch, um... So it really depends on what you're looking to see on Halloween and who you're looking to watch it with. Gotcha. But they've got one on here, Ghost Stories.
2: Mm. Which... It sounds tailor-made for Halloween.
4: Well, no. The series Mm. itself is really boring. So if you were to actually watch this... In Japanese, with subtitles. I don't know anybody that can actually get through it. It's just that slow, that boring. When they brought it here...
2: Oh, I know what you're talking about now. Yeah, I know exactly.
4: The, the dub of this has nothing to do with what the actual anime is about. Um, it's a joke script. It's very out there very lewd very dirty very like in your face it does not pull any punches they make fun of everybody
2: one chick was turned into a fundamentalist yeah
4: Mm -hmm. um so you've got you know both sides again i don't know anybody that has watched this series actually subtitled and enjoy it but there's no way that the English Dove is anywhere near
1: Halloween-esque.
2: His blood Sea one looks pretty neat.
1: And Hellsing Hit It is on the list here, which is good. I don't understand how High School DXD is on here, but he has a Demons, but... Well, some of the
4: stuff on here is more comedy and campy than scary. Actually,
1: that's on my list of anime to watch.
4: Yeah, I mean, not everything that's on this list is going to be for, you know, scary horror fans. Mm
3: -hmm. Some of
4: it is going to be one for the younger crowd so that they have something to watch. Some of it's just going to be campy because some people would rather have campy, fun humor than anything else. High School of the
1: Dead. Yep.
2: Paranoia Agents on here, too.
4: Which confuses mm-hmm. me on that one.
1: Higarashi. Yeah. A- anything Higarashi related? Yeah. Yeah. If you want an anime with a mind fuck, yeah. Mm hmm.
2: Sierra Experiments Lane. That's another one on here.
1: Soul Eater. I could kind of see Soul Leader. Little. Witch yeah, Academia.
4: it, it kind of gets your camp in there, too.
1: Speak, then you also got Little Witch Academia, which I could see. I mean, you do have that one Tim Curry movie, uh, The Worst Witch, so why not Little Witch Academia? I mean, it fits. Ooh,
2: Witch Hunter Robin. There you Hunter go. Supernatural one.
1: There you go. And I had that box set sitting on my shelf. That was a good series. Ooh, and Parasite. Yeah that I have I have to actually I need to watch that. I need Yeah, to watch that.
4: perfect blue is on here which confuses me uh, cuz that's definitely more psychological like just mindfuckery than anything else.
1: Rosario to Vampire. Yeah, I could see that. You, you that's yeah. I could see that. I think there was two seasons of that or something like that
4: yeah I mean there's definitely some stuff in here that is like you're gonna get your scare you're gonna get your gory like Tokyo Ghoul
3: Uh
4: and there's gonna be your camp like like what is it a little witch academia
3: yeah
4: so I mean this list is definitely a good one if you're looking for various things to watch in the holiday um it will like the whole thing it tells you what the genres are uh how many episodes and everything like that um but you can really see just with some of these that it's like it's not scary it's just it's so campy so it's it's good for varying ages and not necessarily just uh those looking to you know not be able to sleep during the night from nightmares and
1: shit mm-hmm. and also just understand we're going off a list and everybody's lists will be different what one list may say this is this genre another list may not we are just going by what we know as something that's perfect for halloween and so forth um if you think otherwise, then that's you. I mean, you might find something on there that's like, oh, this works because maybe it's your style, you know? So yeah. definitely check that out.
4: I would love to see a list like this of the Japanese live-action horror movies. Japan oh. gets really, really twisted with their horror movies. Um, and the ones that come over here actually get a little um, uh, or I should say a lot edited
3: Mm -hmm. Um,
4: The Ring, The Grudge all of them those are all originally Japanese horror and are just as sick and twisted in Japan but there's there's something lost in translation for some of it too And I have noticed myself enjoying the Japanese versions more just because of that. I'm not sure if it's, you know, the way they set the music, the way they set the tone. But um, Japan does really well with horror movies. Mm -hmm. Um, Uh And they do really weird things with horror movies, too.
1: All right. Now that we got that out the way, uh, Mako, what's going on with Sailor Moon?
4: Ah, uh, yes. Let me pull that up. So, Sailor Moon is going through another collaboration. This time, uh, it's going to be collaborating with Tokyo Space Museum, which, not for nothing, is all kinds of cool. Yeah. Um, Well, just because it's gonna, you're going to an actual museum for space. So you're going to learn more of, you know, the actual planets and things like that. So what they're doing is uh, at the tokyo dome city space museum starting on december
1: 15th have you ever realized have you noticed like almost all these special events that are going on are being held at tokyo dome city yeah
2: it's a big venue and hosts a lot of people so makes sense true right
1: yeah
4: so they're hosting the invitation to the universe The event is going to look at the series and the characters from the viewpoint of astronomy and mythology. Uh, The exhibition will include a photoshop area with the Silver Millennium Moon Kingdom as a backdrop and scientifically unravel the relationship between the moon and Earth as compared to the world of Sailor Moon. Hmm. It will also section a part from the Sailor Moon S movie based on the manga short The Lover of Princess Kaguya. Which, for those that actually know Sailor Moon and know the story, basically Luna turns into Princess Kaguya. For, you know, the wish of a gentleman who is looking for the Moon Princess. But, like all collaborations, they are going to have specific merchandise with... Uh, well, of course
2: they are. hmm
4: <laughs> With the Senshi, with their planet backdrops, uh, the planetary symbols on various merchandise, including handbags and necklaces.
1: Merchandising, merchandising, Mm -hmm. merchandising.
4: And one of the other things they're actually going to have is they are putting out
1: space food
4: with Sailor Moon on it.
1: (laughs) So I guess Usagi really is a space case. So the tickets <laughs> will go on sale
4: on November first, um, and again, it's just gonna—they're gonna have their own various accessories, but they're also going to be selling some of the previous merchandise and the exclusives, like the dolls and stuff like that, will be on display, not necessarily for sale. So, I'm kind of jealous because I'm you know, really would love to go to something like this, just because it does bring in the actual astronomy and mythology of, you know, the planets and all of that. And uh, I actually got into that a lot with Sailor Moon. Nerd. Just to see. Yes, I, I am a huge nerd with that kind of stuff. So, I'd like to see what they're actually basing the mythology on um if they're gonna go into like the Greek and Roman mythology or if they're just gonna go into you know the planetary kind of crap
2: might explain why a plant why the closest planet to the sun has a water element to it <laughs> mm-hmm. Good work well, you okay. know that you know that's that's raised a couple of eyebrows in its day,
4: yeah, so. It's uh, very exciting, and the theme, you know, the collaboration works. It's not just, I mean, there is merchandising, but it's not just for that. It's its actually going into story and plot and crap like that, and not just like, oh, look, it's Hello Kitty dressed as Sailor Moon. So I, I like it just for the learning nerd experience. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Are you still uh, geeking out, or can we move on?
4: No, we can move on. I can geek out silently.
1: Okay. Ari, tell us what's new with Attack on Titan.
2: <clears throat> well, the Attack on Titan reading and live in an orchestra, Attack Oto Titan 2, that's not English at all, in Tokyo <laughs> announced on Sunday that Attack on Titan was getting a new compilation film on January 13, 2018, with the planned third season premiering in July of that year. The film is subtitled Kakuse no Hoko, The Roar of Awakening, and is a compilation film of the show's second season. Original manga creator Hajime Isayama is drawing an illustration for a a bonus item for film attendees. The staff also revealed a key visual for the anime's third season, which features Kenny. The anime's official website confirms that most of the season's staff and cast are returning for the third season, Although the new season does not list Ayumi Yamada as chief, of di- as chief animation director. <clears throat> the official Ooh. Twitter account for the anime franchise also revealed on Sunday that there will be a new Attack on Titan-themed real escape game. It will take place at five Zepp concert halls in Japan starting in December and running through March. The final episode of the second season revealed in June that the anime was getting a third season in 2018. 12 episodes, second season premiered in Japan on April 1st. Funimation began streaming a simulcast in the same day, and Crunchyroll also streamed the series.
1: Okay <clears throat> English dub,
2: the English dub premiered on Adult Swim and, and Funimation streaming service in April. Uh, this, blah, blah, blah. The first 25 episode series in, in 2013 also inspired two compilation films Part 1, Gurin, No Yumiya premier in November 2014, and part two, Subasa, premiered in 2015. Man, it's been around a lot longer than I thought it's been. Same. It uh, feels like, you know...
1: It's just how long it took between seasons, that's what it was. Mm-hmm.
2: The second film added new footage that linked the film to the second season, and Funimation screened the films in the United States in March. So... This is good news, that unless you've already read the manga and know what's going on, anyway.
1: <laughs> well, let's just hope that the season three isn't twelve episodes. You know.
2: Yeah. A lot of shit gets cut.
1: Very. All right. Now we go from horror slicing back and forth to fan service for the ladies.
2: Well, some of the guys in the Attack on Titan are built as fuck, so.
1: Yeah, but most of the female friends, most of the female friends on my Facebook are kind of more happy about Free than uh, Captain Levy.
2: Okay, I'll, 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 I'll concede that point.
1: Yeah. Now, so in case you haven't heard, Free Ewa Toby Swim Club is getting another season, or in this case, a new TV series. What's also going to happen is they're going to have event screenings for episode zero. The initial Blu-ray discs and the DVDs for both free Timeless Medley Kizuna and free Timeless Medley Yakusoku films will have application forms for priority sales tickets to these event screenings. The film's home video releases will ship Wednesday and December 6th, respectively. The official website will reveal more details about the event screens at a later date. Currently screening free, Take Your Marks, shows a teaser illustration for the new series. The film's advanced screening at the third Kyo, Annie and Do Thanks event on October 21st ended with the message of See You Next Stage. There was also a billboard truck uh, traveling the sh- streets of Ikiburo, Shibuya, and Shinjuku districts from now until November 5th to promote the new series. Wow. Kyoto's animation's first free anime about the Iwatobi High swim club premiered on july 2013. crunchyroll streamed the series as it aired in japan and disco tech released the first season on dvd with english subtitles about two years later crunchyroll streamed the english dub of it in december of 2015 and it was released with the season with funimation on both blu ray disc and dvd so now you had two if you wanted just the subtitle version Discotech has it. If you want it subtitled and dub and different formats, Funimation. The second television series season, Free Eternal Summer, premiered July of 2014. Funimation streamed the second season as it aired and released the series on DVD and Blu ray in North America with an English dub uh, last, last February. And now that we, there is also a brand new film, High Speed, Free Starting Days. It was directly inspired by the high-speed novel that had loosely been adapted into the original free television anime. Whereas the free anime centers on Haruka and the Swimmers during high school, high-speed follows the characters during middle school. The second volume of the novel series shipped 20, July of 2014. The film opened up in Japan December of last year. The free timeless medley Kizuna compilation film opened on April 22nd And the second film, Free Timeless Medley Yakusoku, Yakusoku, pardon me if I'm butchering it, opened on July 1st. Free Take Your Marks, the sequel to both films, opened in Japan on this past Saturday. Yes. Yes, this past Saturday. So ladies, get ready to stare at those biceps and six packs yet again, but I don't think they're going to complain. Anywho. Mako-chan. Yes? How often do you dye your hair?
4: Not as often as I
1: would like. And you tend to find yourself having to dye your hair because of work and so forth, right?
4: Yeah, um, or I should say that I find myself unable to dye my hair the way I want to because of work. Yeah. But, uh... Yeah, I I have to go with uh, more normal colors, uh, unfortunately, even if I don't want to. To register participation for this week's episode of Anime Jam Session on Vognetwork.com,
2: use the passphrase, brow. Policy's getting in the way, don't they?
4: Well, it is a doctor's office, so I'm expected to be professional but that leads us to this, mm-hmm. and holy shit! This is another one of those. What the fuck were they thinking? Um. So a, a an eighteen-year-old is suing Osaka Prefecture for mental anguish over repeatedly having to dye her hair and repeated insistence that she dye her hair. The reason why is that she is in the minority in Japan and has brown hair instead of black.
3: Mm -hmm.
4: So in junior high, she was continuously forced to dye her hair and hated every minute of it. So when she went into high school, she... Uh, her mother was trying to find out, you know, what difficulties she would have. There is a natural hair color registry in Japan. Some high schools have their own in which a student will be able to go in and basically prove that they do not have naturally black hair and that, you know, their hair is a natural different color. So, signing up for the school that they signed up for, finally found out that uh, everything they were told was wrong, and they actually demanded, quite forcefully, that she continue to dye her hair black. Uh, The staff of the school, feeling duty-bound to the school's no-dye, no-bleach policy, wanted the plaintiff to dye her hair black in conformity to the majority of the student student body now let's go back to that it's a it's the school's rule to not dye and not bleach your hair
2: and yet they're telling this person to dye your hair yes
4: lawyers for the defense actually argue that even blonde foreign students are required by the rule to dye their hair black So, again, very absurd that they are basically forcing somebody to dye their hair because their natural hair is not part of what that no dye, no bleach rule is for. So, due to. Hmm?
1: It's very archaic.
4: Yeah, yeah. you're You're talking about an entire country that everybody. Basically, from middle school on, is forced to wear uniforms, is forced to, you know, conform to very, very strict uh, clothing policy and uh, appearance policies at these schools. This, however, is going completely beyond that. Uh... This girl has had to dye her hair so many times that her hair is brittle and she's actually developed a rash on her scalp.
3: Ugh,
4: um, sucks. Yeah, she was prohibited from taking part in school festivals and field trips because of her hair color. Um, and then one of her teachers actually said, Is it because you have a single mother that you always change your hair color to brown?
2: Are you Uh, fucking kidding?
4: Yeah, this caused the girl to actually hyperventilate and be rushed to the hospital. Um, They finally told her, if you're not going to dye your hair black, then you don't need to come to school. So she stopped going. And in April of this year, the school removed her name from its list of students and basically started telling parents and students that she had been expelled. Wow. So she is now basically suing because of her lost education for what amounts to about nineteen thousand dollars in damages which her lawyer basically says amounts to systematic and institutionalized bullying
2: that and no kind bad. of discipline coming down on that uh, on that teacher for sending the kid to the hospital
1: mm-hmm. because
2: of course not yeah
1: yeah I, 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 I get it but still, you know it they didn't have to go to this length, you know they really didn't have to
2: no it's and... not like the woman the girl's hair was like bright pink or you know neon green or shit like that. Brown's a perfectly normal uh hair color.
4: no, but you have to look, even some anime have it's actually discussed this. you look at the Sailor Moon anime, and Makoto is basically. Berated by one of her teachers, one because she's wearing a different school uniform because the school uniforms for that particular school don't fit her, and two because of her hair. Meanwhile, none of the other girls, one of which has blue hair, has anything said to them mm-hmm. so yeah, I mean it's it's it occurs in. Their media too. It's just it's something that they normally do. Um, Fruits Basket uh, goes through it with Keio because his hair is red, and he basically has to, you know, forcefully tell everybody that it's his natural hair color before people will even remotely believe him, and most of them don't. Meanwhile, one of you know, the main female characters is a blonde. Yep.
2: With with ankle length pigtails.
1: Yes, and, in, and remember, in live action PGSM, it's not even that bad.
2: Yeah, no, well, I the, mean. Well, each... the magic pigtails are or blonde. Like, they turn blonde you know, when she transforms, and yeah. she just has, you know, normal hair and a. You know, when she's in her civilian form. Mm
4: hmm. Yeah, all of their hair gets uh, various hues and stuff like that when they transform. But I mean, this is an, this is prevalent enough that it's in their media, it's in their TV, it's in their shows, it's in their cartoons. It's in there for kids to watch. So unfortunately, this is not something that's just you know, one school here, one school there. I mean, these schools have to have a registry just to prove that these kids aren't dyeing their hair. And most of the registries he was talking about, one that he said there's only ten kids on the entire registry.
2: But so make, they, m- making it not worth the paper it's printed on.
4: Well, no, because it allows you know the few people that don't have the naturally black hair. To basically be told, you know what, oh, you're good enough now because we know you have natural, you know, this is a natural shade. So, I mean, it's not exactly the uh, best way to get around it either.
2: Mm-hmm. Can you imagine if something like this happened in America?
4: I've been dyeing my hair various colors since middle school.
2: Still, nevertheless, if someone got, you know, thrown out for their natural hair color, you just know, like, all that person's friends would come into school the next day with, with fucking rainbow-colored hair.
4: Hmm. But yeah, I mean, and again, it comes down to Japan is very, very strict, and it's because they want everybody to feel the same which is why most of the students aren't supposed to be having jobs. They're supposed to just go to school, do their work and learn. And they want that to have equal footing for all of the students. So I understand it. But at the same time, when you're going to force somebody to dye their hair, because you're not supposed to be dyeing your hair is when it starts to get a little bit, you know
1: out there Mm
2: -hmm. yeah this is the definition of mixed messages
1: either it's like either way you're fucked so
4: yeah pretty much
1: so while this student goes does her best to unfuck herself or unfuck the system and i hope she fights this out we are gonna go over to strange news from japan
4: I tried to find Halloween themed as much as I could.
1: We well, you know. I know. I take this first one? Go for it, because I am trying to get the Skype line to come up, so.
2: Oh, sorry. Go on, go
1: on, go on, go, go, go.
2: <clears throat> Tokyo man arrested for attempting black magic on school kids. What?
1: Black magic will
2: on the morning of September 26th in Tokyo, school children on their way to, to a day of learning it and play at Edogawa Elementary were crossing a pedestrian land bridge. However, hanging from the rail was a little doll made of straw along with a note which read, All you fucking brats, jump from here and die. Wow. In, Jap- in Japan, straw dolls, straw, d- straw dolls, while in the waraninyo are used in a somewhat similar fashion to voodoo, and that they are both effigies used to summon a curse on people. Judging by the note, it would appear that someone had intended to make the children jump to their own deaths through the power of the straw doll. That someone is believed to be 40-year-old Takeshi Inaba, who lives near the school. According to the Te- Tokyo Metro Police, he confessed to inflicting the curse, saying, those kids running in the park are too noisy.
1: Oh good, and here I thought it would be Hikaru goes on some dumb shit again.
2: <laughs> I think I might have liked that explanation better. Inaba is facing charges of criminal intimidation, which, considering its supernatural method, seems a little excess. Excess. If I was a attorney, I would argue that traditionally dolls made with hair or some possession of the intended victim, and then nailed to a tree or wooden pillow to really get the magic flowing. But not including any personal effects or even nailing the doll, the defendant was pulling off a pretty half-assed attempt at spiritual assassination. On the other hand, if I was the prosecutor, I would counter that he could have been attending, adhering to the Hellgirl logic in which removing a red string from the straw doll causes a demon girl to appear and devour the souls of those from whom revenge is sought. <laughs> While it's debatable whether this incident is technically a threat, it certainly is creepy and a public nuisance. It, also, it should also be noted that Inaba is also suspected of several cases of graffiti which, re- which read, Kids are too noisy. On benches in the toil of the local park where students are known to play. He is also believed to have sent over 30 letters to staff and parents of Edogawa Elementary, badmouthing them about their inability to control his, quote, noisy kids.
4: Get off my lawn.
3: <laughs>
2: so while he probably won't get hit with the full force of the law, the suspect may have a date with a mental health examiner in store. We can only hope.
1: Sounds about right to me. Mm. And by the way, the Skype line is open. So if you have any questions about tonight's show, you have a question for us, drop us a line at Anime Jam Session, all one word. And calls are cut to two minutes.
2: And I think. Oh wait! Hmm? I found out the perfect Japanese phrase to describe this guy. What is it? Rojin wa kumon de sabaku, which translates into "Old man yells at cloud." <laughs>
1: Oh, Mako-chan, I think this one X one's right up your alley. Mm
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Of course. So,
4: yeah. Um, Themed marshmallows are actually pretty popular. And I know that uh, for a while they were selling the cat marshmallows... That was basically a cat head and paws that you could put into hot chocolate and stuff like that. Yeah, I remember that. So now they've got Halloween-themed cat marshmallows. Basically, it is a cat-shaped head filled with chocolate. And the cat-shaped head is decorated for Halloween. One being a pumpkin, one being a mummy, a vampire, uh, one kitty having just a bunch of candy. One I'm going to guess is probably going to be a ghost. And one is a werewolf. So extremely cute. Um, They're quite large. They actually fit um, basically the whole palm of your hand, depending on how big your hand is. And they're filled with chocolate. So for a little over fifteen bucks you can get six marshmallows.
2: Six glorified marshmallows.
4: Yeah, but they would be pretty damn good in some hot chocolate.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Fluffy
1: kitties. Oh good lord. <laughs> Are you done?
4: Yes, I'm done.
1: Okay. Now here's something interesting. I would, maybe not interesting, but should be no surprise to anyone. According to a recent survey in Japan, Halloween is the perfect time to pick up Japanese women. Because of Japan, there are certain events that are perfect for sparking new romances, and with Halloween on the horizon, which is today, online retail giant Rakuten, which I have checked, I, I've never blamed anything from this site, but I know of their site, they decided to see how the fall holiday fared in terms of igniting a flame between strangers, and it turns out this is one of the best times of the year to meet somebody. The survey asked 200 women in their 20s to answer a number of questions related to love and Halloween. To kick things off, respondents were asked, at which annual event do you think you can meet men? Or in this case, new men. According to the results, Halloween ranked highly, coming in second place on the list. Number one is summer festivals. Number two is Halloween. Three is Hanami Flower uh, viewing events. Four is Christmas. Five is Valentine's Day. Six is Golden Week, seven is Tanabata, eight is that girl's birthday, and number nine, White Day, which is like the opposite of Valentine's Day. So, one of the reasons women feel they're able to meet men during Halloween is because of the fun costumes, which proves to be a perfect icebreaker for strangers wanting to strike up conversations with people they have never met before. It's not uncommon for men to approach women on Halloween either, with 58.5% of respondents saying they've had a male stranger call out to them while they've been in Halloween costume. Delving further, the questionnaire asked women if they actually liked it when men called them out while they were in costume. 63% of the respondents said it made them happy. Not only does it make them happy, it's something that more than half the women surveyed said that they were seeking out, as 55% revealed they were hoping to get laid that night. Well now. And it also factors in what outfit to wear for Halloween as well. The fun and carefree atmosphere of a Halloween celebration is a great way for people in Japan to let go of their normally reserved characters for a night. And while some groups of people get dressed up in costumes to have a good time with friends, others might just be on the lookout for a life-changing encounter with one that they're destined to be with. If that's the case, you might want to check out Halloween costume men most want to see on women just to be sure to attract his attention, which is links to another article in regards to that. Well now. Looking to get be appreciated and get laid. What more can you ask for? Food. Am I right?
2: Well, you're not oh, wrong.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, who wants to take this last dirty one?
2: You want to take a Mako? God
1: damn it, ANN.
3: Sure. So, uh,
4: yeah, um, there are some pretty big party areas for Halloween and other sorts of festivals. Um, And most of them are dealt with fairly easily. This Mm -hmm. one, however, is not. Uh, And the reason why is basically because it's an unofficial party. So Shibuya's yearly Halloween party is no joke. Uh, Plenty visit the area up to three days early just to take part in the event. Local businesses get into the action by offering Halloween-related events, while the increased foot traffic also means increased uh, trash and vandalism. The holiday has grown in popularity in Japan over the years, and Shibuya is feeling the stretch of the Mecca of the celebrations. The issue being is that because there are so many people that come in, most of these people assume that this is a fully planned event. What that means is that they assume that there will be people coming after them to clean up. Um, Most of Japan is actually very, very strict in their cleanliness. You don't see trash, you don't see people throwing trash on the ground or anything like that. But because there are so many people going, the streets end up being littered with glass, plastic bottles, plastic bags from nearby shops, clothing, makeup, and basically anything that the party goers decide that they no longer need. Uh, because of the bad manners, it's led to the creation of Operation Zero Halloween Trash in Shibuya. Which basically is a temporary changing facility, bathrooms, and garbage disposal areas to try and combat the overwhelming litter. Uh, this year, the volunteers numbered 1,700. So, yeah, basically, um, don't be a dick and clean up after yourself.
1: It's essentially, you know.
4: I mean, you're, you're, you're in a country that is normally very clean. And I get it if a garbage bag outside happens to be completely full, you know, step inside a shop and say, hey, you know, I don't want to throw this in the full gra- in the full garbage. Can I throw it out here? Most of them are probably going to be very happy about that because it means it's less that they have to clean up later. I mean, these shops aren't exactly uh, doing very well on the garbage front either if it's that much trash in front of their stores.
2: That and just stuffing an already over full trash can down is it, just bad form.
4: Mm-hmm. But, I mean, that also means that they should probably, knowing that this is a, an extremely popular event, they should probably start actually organizing it. Meaning that they should probably have cleanup crews going through while the event is taking place and not just when everybody leaves.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: And that's part of the organization. Um, you go to events like conventions or you know food festivals and crap like that and there are people constantly going through and all they do is change out garbages so maybe they need to start actually at least not planning events or anything like that but say hey you know we're gonna get bombarded by thousands and thousands and thousands of people Next October, maybe we should plan something.
1: That sounds
2: like a plan. Yeah, sounds logical. Yeah, sounds reasonable. It does sound logical? Um,
4: instead of you know cleaning up afterwards. Hell, even at you know normal parties and shit. Most people don't just wait until the last minute and start cleaning up crap. They actually start cleaning up, you know, during the party.
1: Ugh. Well, shit happens. That's all I gotta say. Yeah. All right, I am going to close up the Skype line. And I am going to play the last two tracks of the night because it is starting to get late. And some of us want to go to bed. So I'm going to go ahead, play the last tracks of the night, and then then we're going to wrap up the show. Sounds good? Yeah. Awesome. And um, why is that one here twice. Uh, That's odd. And I'm going to remove that. Right? I think I just did something odd, but oh I can fix it later. So anywho we'll be back.
0: i you i i
1: I really ship pull like a little dead in it to kind of like flesh it out, but eh, it's whatever. So, if you like what you heard, tell a friend. They in turn tell another friend and so on and so forth. We're independent bloggers, we're independent podcasters, we do this for the fun of it. So if you if you listen to us and hear what we have to say, we're just telling you straight up pure, honest goodness stuff. Cool. So Definitely, if you have any questions for us, drop us a line at podcast at animejamsession.com. Again, that is podcast at We want to know what's up. We're here to believe you. Check out our website at animejamsession.com where we post all of our reviews for cosplay, conventions, photos, videos, reports, all that cool stuff. So, definitely swing by and check it out. And we also post our podcast every week. Usually you find it on our site on Thursday or Friday. But if you already have something like iTunes, Podcast Alley, Stitcher, Google Play, or something like that, that's also just as cool because you know what? We're, our podcasts are on there as well. So if you check it out on some other site, then if you can, leave us a five-star review. We greatly appreciate that. Or tell us what you think. Check out our YouTube page, youtube.com slash Anime Jam Session TV, where we post all of our convention videos. So they'll be swing by and check that out. Twitter, twitter.com slash Anime Jam Session. Follow us there for updates on our website, uh, podcasts, when we're going live, conventions, and other cool stuff. Facebook, facebook.com slash Anime Jam Session. Which I just want to say to everybody who follows us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, all of our social media standings. Thank you so much for your love and support. We could not do this show without you. all And also, we're here on the uh, VOG Network twice a week, but we're not the only geek podcast on here. There's some other cool shows on here you definitely got to try out. There's the Starboard Power Coupling Podcast, The Geek Card, The Bobby Blackwell Show, Orange Lounge Radio, Critical Myth, who, by the way, those guys go three times a week. That's dedication. British Invaders, Pod Culture, Electric Sisterhood, Girls Gone wow, Ranger Pride, Game Buoy, and Hooked on Bond. So, definitely check those out. And, um, let's go around the room, um, last words. Last words, Ari. Ari?
2: Oh, my bad, I had my, sorry, I had my mic muted.
1: No problem.
2: Anyway, um, kind of sucks that it's gonna take a, a a novel writing gimmick for an entire month to get me back in the spirit of writing, but uh, it's it's one of those like things where I'm not feeling you know just bleh about everything. So here Ooh. here's the hoping, you know. All
1: right. Last words, Munkachon
4: uh yeah i'm kind of tired and i'm glad that i have tomorrow off so hopefully i can get over the last of this illness
1: Mm. my last word my last words is yeah i gotta pack for this weekend because i'm going out of town to visit some friends and do some other stuff so yeah that's it End of list. Uh, new episodes of our Christmas special is coming up. I can't believe it's gotten that time of the year for me to say that. But then we're going to take our break, and then we'll come back with talking about MacFest. So, I'm Ranma.
2: I'm Ari.
4: And I'm Makochan. chan
1: Great fight, great night. See you next week. Good night, everybody. Bye. Say good night, Mako-chan. Good night, Makochan. All right, we done. Let's get out of this bitch.